Hey everyone, welcome to this week's podcast. We are officially in holiday season. If you celebrate the holidays, happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. And of course, we have Christmas coming up in a couple of weeks. If you don't celebrate any of the holidays, I get that too. So I hope that you're having um, an okay time of the year considering the madness and craziness that we are dealing with besides the holidays. And the holidays always brings an extra added layer of uh, intensity. So I am really excited, as I mentioned in the last episode, about my upcoming program for women with hormonal issues. That's really what it comes down to, whether you're in your 20s and you're struggling with you know, PMS, PMDD, if you're struggling with PCOS, or you're in your 40s going into perimenopause, or maybe you're full-blown perimenopause, maybe you're at the end of your cycling life. Really, this program is for all all women that are cycling on some level. And it is something that is going to impact the entirety of your health and not just your hormones. Although we know hormones are our fifth vital sign, right? And that they tell us so much about how our overall health is doing. So I, you know, had thought a long time about doing a program just geared towards women that suffer from fibroids, since that's the situation that I found myself in. But the truth of the matter is, no matter what hormone imbalance you're dealing with, they all have the same root causes. And, you know, it's just, it manifests differently in different people. And that is based on a million things, um, from genetics to environment, and, you know, on and on. And so, why not cover a situation that's going to help so many women rather than just, you know, targeting one specific thing that happens when your hormones are out of whack. So that's why I created the Get Your Right, Get Your Hormones Right program, because it's going to give you the foundation to really just, you know, shift your health on, on so many levels. And, and right now, I believe that a huge reason that we are going through what we're going through as a human race is we're really being called to up our game when it comes to taking care of our health. And I don't want to just say bodies because body, bodies is only, you know, our body is only one part of our health, right? Our mind, our soul, um, you know, our environment, all of these things are uh, necessary aspects of health and you can't have health if you're not taking care of all of them. And so that's really important to me to really look at all of those areas and bring them in and not leave anything out and really support people getting that. You know, I think it took me a long time to really understand how important it is to use all of the tools in all these arenas and be really consistent with it. And interestingly enough, I'm talking to my guest today, Amber Clyde, all about, you know, support and um, being consistent and how that's really the only way that change happens. And it's damn hard. It's damn hard to be consistent, you know, especially when we have so much coming at us, taking us away from taking care of ourselves. But 
I do think that this is a time that we need to put our foot down in a different way. And that's, you know, individual. Um, Where you set your boundaries is really where you personally need to. So I can't tell you where you need to set your boundaries. But we'll be talking a lot about boundaries in this program. So anyways, the program It starts January 4th, and it is an eight-week program, and every week we're going to cover a different aspect of hormonal health. So the first week we'll be talking about your cycle and how to track your cycle because that's super, super important, right? Information that most of us ladies have not learned, Um, and it can tell us so much about everything that's going on with our health. It can tell us about our thyroid function. It can tell us about, you know, really kind of without testing, without hormone testing. And I still think, you know, with extreme stuff, you need to hormone test, but it can tell us a lot about like, "Mm, okay, so it looks like my progesterone is lower than it should be at this time of month, right? There's so much that you can do besides obviously the amazing birth control method that uh, tracking your cycle provides too. So I see it as just some really good, uh, you know, empowering information that that we need as women. So that's where we start. And then we dive into the gut because you guys know I talk about it all the time on here. You can't have good hormone health without good gut health. So I'm going to tell you, I mean, honestly, I'm giving a lot of information in this program. It's pretty crazy um I because I know there's so much bio individuality to your uh, gut health and the types of foods that you should be eating and so I'm providing just crazy amounts of you know questionnaires to get you really honed in on what's right for your body as well as sample menu plans you know different dietary approaches depending on what's going on with your body it's going to be all in one place and so um it's yeah I, if I do say so myself, it's it's quite uh, a bit of information targeted to what's really going to help you. Um, you know, sometimes, I mean, dietary stuff, it can be so vague because everybody says, oh, just do this diet and it's going to work for everyone. And we know that's not true. So then we get into liver health because that is essential, as I talked about, you know, last podcast, and I talk about a lot on here. We get into adrenal health and how to take care of your adrenals. We talk thyroid health. We talk energy practices that are going to support you in your healing. We talk emotions. We talk all the good stuff that is going to um, be necessary in, in whatever path you're on right now. And I had a woman just email me the other day, you know, asking about the program. And she just said, you know, she's in this place that she's just really, really struggling. And I feel that I feel that so much. And she's just wanting to figure things out. And I believe that this program will give her and you the tools to figure it out. You know, um, not all of us can work with functional medicine practitioners or functional health coaches like myself I get it you know and so this is a way to really um, have all of the different research and options out there brought to you in one place so that you can figure out okay this is what I need to do you're going to see some tremendous changes just in eight weeks of doing this program Um, it's it's going to be super powerful we're going to have group support. We're going to do weekly Zoom calls where I'm going to answer your questions. You're going to get, you know, a download every week of that week's um, information and theme. 
lots of bonuses. It's going to be really amazing. And, you know, since it is the first time that I am offering this program in full, I am offering it for a lot cheaper than it's actually really worth. And it's the only time that it will be this cheap. You know, next time I offer it, it, it will be at least double the amount. Um, and so right now it's $547. And yeah, it's a really, it's a good deal, I'll tell you. And you have the option of doing a payment plan if you can't pay that all up front. I get it. So if you go to my website, christinegarvin.com, you can click on the Get Your Hormones Right program and learn more. Or you can always email me. I am just happy that this is going to be able to get out into the world um, and, and help more people than I can just do one-on-one -on -one in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. So if you'd like to join me, I'd love to have you be a part of it. Um, you know, and if you are really struggling around um, money and, and can't quite afford that amount, um, we can maybe talk about some some support and some help on that so you can email me and and tell me what's going on all right so today as i mentioned we are diving into a um, great conversation with my good friend actually and colleague amber clyde and um, i've been able to witness amber on her journey for the last few years now and she's a powerhouse and what we're talking about today is autoimmune function and um, trauma, how those are interlinked. And we're talking about how powerful yoga can be in really empowering you to get past your trauma, to work with autoimmune disorders, and, you know, to come out on the other side. It's truly and completely possible. And she's the shining example of that. She's going to talk to you about how you do that. So, sit back get cozy hope you are enjoying you know a nice drive as you're listening to this or maybe a cup of tea or coffee or even a glass of wine so i am glad that you're here as always and i will see you soon hey there and welcome to hormonally speaking i'm your host christine garvin a functional health coach each week i speak with an incredible guest expert on all things women's hormones we're here to empower you to take back control of your body, health, and well-being, and to learn about the latest in research and solutions when it comes to getting your hormones happy. No part of this podcast should be construed as medical advice, and we always recommend working with a professional practitioner to figure out what's best for your body. Now let's dive in with today's guest. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm so happy to be here with one of my actually really good friends and colleagues. We've been on a journey together over the past few years through health and healing, and she inspires me all the time with the work that she does, particularly in the field of yoga, which, you know, I've talked on here before 
about how important movement is and finding movement that feels good to your body. And most of us honestly need some yoga in our lives, especially if we are into that go, 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 right? We need to bring it down a few notches, get into our parasympathetic nervous systems and yoga helps so much with that. So I want to welcome Amber Clyde, who is a yoga teacher, excuse me, practitioner, who loves to help (laughs) others find ways to feel good in their own bodies by movement, breath, fun exploration, and lots of encouragement. In 2013, she was diagnosed with lupus and needed to make some serious lifestyle changes. Instead of going to the gym, she turned to a consistent yoga practice, which we will talk a lot about today. So you can find her at our website, kaleidoscopestudio.com, as well as on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Yoga for online classes and personal sessions. And all of that will be in the notes if you want to just click on over. So welcome, Amber. Thank you. What a beautiful introduction. You inspire me every day. Oh, well, it's good to have people in our lives, right? That inspire each other. And as we continue to both grow on this path of healing ourselves and supporting others in their healing process. Yeah. So, you know, I, I always have found it fascinating because I think when I first knew you, I had no idea that you had lupus, right? It's not something that is very obvious with you. And yet it is this thing that moved you into kind of this healing space. So can you tell us a bit more about that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, I had no idea. Um, I was doing radio and I was mm. doing mornings. So I was getting up at four thirty every morning and I found myself in the middle of the day, just, you know, my uh, energy just drastically like reduced and I knew something was wrong and I went to the doctors and I got tested, you know, for diabetes and stuff because it runs in my Mm. family. And um, they were like, oh, no, you're as healthy as a horse. I'm like, no, I know. Actually, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, You know, so I finally found a doctor that um, I really resonated with and she did some blood tests and um, found out that I had lupus, which Mm. I later found out that my dad had. It would would have been nice to know. Right. Would have been. Yeah. So but I, I have been so lucky, Christine, because I've heard so many stories of, you know, lupus, you know, um, it can be a de- uh, debil. De- what's the word I'm looking for? Debilitating. Thank you. Yes. yes. Disease yes totally. for mm-hmm. some people, you yeah. know. And when I found out that I had it, I nipped it in the butt. In the bud. <laughs> but I kind of like butt too. <laughs> Both ways. I, yeah. So I, you know, I stopped doing um, eating um, what was uh, inflammatory foods. Mm-hmm. No gluten. No dairy. No mm-hmm. soy for me. And can um, I just put like really quick interject? This is something that is so important for autoimmunity as a oh whole, my gosh. you know, a life changer. And, and a lot of people are, you know, well, I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people, especially some of my clients will come to me and they have autoimmune issues, whether Hashimoto's or, you know, any of the other ones. And, um, they w- really don't want to give up gluten and, you know, they, they really wonder if they have to give up gluten for the long term. And I'm like, trust me, it will make such a huge difference if you do. Well, you know, it's funny. So I didn't eat gluten for about seven years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody left some cookies in the mm-hmm. office where I worked and mm-hmm. I decided to eat one and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And then I ate another. And then after about a month, I started mm-hmm. to get a rash on my face, like a lizardy, weird, creepy rash. And oh, then wow. I stopped and it went away. So yeah, it like presented itself differently the second yeah. time around. Yeah. Um, 
but it has been um, a, a game changer for me, especially with joint pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it, there were times at night where I, you know, I couldn't even sleep because my hips were hurting so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it can take up to six months for your body to heal from any, um, you know, gluten reaction that you've had too. Like if you've had, I know, right. It's, it's pretty crazy, but anyways, continue. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's nuts. So, um, so yeah, so after that, I mean, I started feeling better and my, my doctor told me, cause I'm one of those people when I go to the gym, I bust ass. Mm-hmm. Like I walk out of there sweaty, red faced, dripping, you know, and she's like, you can't do that anymore because mm-hmm. you're exhausting yourself and you're, you know, your body's kind of attacking itself, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I, um, I had been doing yoga since the nineties, but it kind of sporadically here and there, you know, I took classes here and there. And then um, I finally decided, you know, I, I want to do it every day. And so I started a home practice and, you know, I did that seven days a week. And then there was a studio that opened up in town and I started going there and I just really started to fall in love with it, not just um, physically, because one of the things that I was worried about was I wasn't going to feel strong because mm-hmm. I wasn't lifting weights mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was so wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I felt amazing, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, connecting the body with the breath and the movement. I mean, there's nothing better. It's like know? strength and flexibility yes. that you get with yoga. Yeah. And yeah. It's a natural high, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a good class, when you connect with that, but spiritually, um, I'm telling you, over the years, like I have just changed, like my mm. outlook on things, and I, um, I don't react as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I think before I talk. I really consider other people, and you know, <laughs> imagine that. I know. <laughs> we well, need more of that in the world right now. <laughs> we really do, you know. But it, you know, my story goes back to you know, like childhood trauma, like a lot of people do or have, and just being controlled. Mm -hmm. And so I always tried to control everything Mm -hmm. to, you know, keep the ball in my court. Yeah. And not only is it exhausting, but it's, it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. Yeah. It Mm -hmm. is impossible. And so, you know, with my yoga practice, I finally was able to let that go, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying I don't get upset over it. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. But I have these tools now that when I start to feel overwhelmed or I start to feel angry or, you know, whatever it is, I can sit with it mm. and I can, you know, find other ways to um, work through it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes that's with the physical asana. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I sit and I try to connect with spirit. I mean, it just kind of depends on the situation that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, when I think of autoimmunity, um, first of all, we know that it hits women more often than it hits men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see this with clients that autoimmune disorders are often triggered by some deep trauma, right? That happened yes. probably when they were a child yeah. and they didn't have control. And so they've tried to, to handle and, and be in control in their lives since that. And that kind of sets it up for that sort of, you know, attacking on the self because you can't, you can't control everything. Right. And in your, I mean, tying it into something we talk about all the time on this podcast is our adrenal function, right? Because when we're stressed all the time and we're on that high cortisol train, 
you know, our body actually goes into deep inflammation mode. Mm -hmm. And the more we try and control, you know, the more inflammatory situation becomes. And finally, you know, I mean, there's so many unanswered questions about autoimmunity, but I think I see that body, you know, because it's like, well, I can't control all these outside situations. So I'm going to turn this control in on myself, you know? Yeah. And, and then the body remembers everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. And then, you know, you have kind of no choice at that point, but to make some changes, right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna handle your autoimmunity in any kind of way, you know, absolutely. So, so yeah. Do you, do you feel like really that, that, uh, I don't want to say strict yoga practice, but that very consistent yoga practice was probably the biggest shift for you in terms of working with lupus. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, well, that and the food, um, mm -hmm. you know, and then eventually, um, I, you know, took my yoga teacher training mm -hmm. four years later, three years later. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that just shifted all sorts of other stuff. Like mm -hmm. I, um, cause they say autoimmune, stay away from stress. It was the one thing my doctor mm -hmm. said, stay out of a stressful situation. Cause if I get triggered, I, I get exhausted. Like mm -hmm. I, I can barely get out of bed. Like if I, if I, if, um, if my lupus is cycling. Right, 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 you know? right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have to be really careful about that. Um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, so you, you went to yoga school, you were saying. Oh yes. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so I was in, um, a corporate career mm -hmm. and, uh, literally two months into my training, I'm like, this is crap. I don't want to do this anymore to myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't, A, I was sitting behind a desk in, a, in an office with no windows. I mean, who the yeah. hell wants to do that? Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and B, I was always trying to please these people that had no appreciation for what I did. Mm -hmm. And yeah, getting out of that really put me on a path to, I think, um, I've always wanted to help people mm -hmm. and you've been such an inspiration in that all the courses that I've taken with you in the past and mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, I, uh, I've always wanted to help people and this has kind of just morphed into an opportunity for me to do that. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's ultimately why we go through, you know, the, the health trials and pain that we go through. Right. So, I, you know, to all the people out there that are having, you know, these experiences in their lives, it is there to teach you something, right? It's, it's there to shift your own life. A lot of times you will end up impacting others and shifting their lives too. So it's not all for naught, you know, it, it really is calling you home in so many ways. It is such a beautiful thing how the puzzle pieces fall. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So how do you feel like you've become more, you know, empowered in this process? Because I think so many women don't feel maybe in their power or struggling wow. to find their way. Let me tell you a story, Christine. <laughs> All right. Tell me a story. <laughs> <laughs> so along with this path mm -hmm. of yoga, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, whether you want to or not, I think you find this place of self-inquiry. Mm -hmm. It just happens. Mm -hmm. You spend a lot of time with your body, your breath, your mm -hmm. movement. You really start to learn more about yourself. So um, I'm a, a victim of childhood sexual abuse. Mm. And, you know, all my life I carried it. And I, I always played the victim. Like, you know, if my relationships were screwed up, I was like, oh, it's because of this. I'm mm. broken. I'm broken. I'm broken. And then finally, you know, I... 
and this is probably about three or four years after my yoga practice became very serious. I was like, I'm, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. And I actually went to my abuser. Um, and I asked him why mm. I found an opportunity. I found the power within myself to be compassionate mm. because yeah. Well, I came to this place to realize that people who hurt are hurting. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to kind of look at this in a way that he was an adult. He knew better. Mm -hmm. But what made him make that decision? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, the conversation, uh, kind of sort of didn't go very well, Mm -hmm. but it was out there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I, and I was able to go to him and be like, look, I I'm here. I don't want to judge you. I just want to know, right. Please let me know, you know, what is it in your life that, you know, and he, and he honestly didn't know. But the thing was, is he agreed to go see, um, a psychiatrist. Wow. So he, he admitted to it. He, Oh yeah. 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 I mean, Mm -hmm. there was, um, and that was one thing. I mean, I actually wrote him a letter and I, I, you know, I, he, he lives in a different state and I was like, I want to come visit you. This is why, you know, there's no judgment here. We know what happened. It's Mm -hmm. on the table, Mm -hmm. you know, let's just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, but he did and he found out some stuff and you know and he cried to me and he's like i didn't want to know that you know i i loved the per- he was abused as well and he's mm-hmm. like i really loved that person and i was like i know yeah you understand yeah so, yeah so really you were able to you know as we know if we've been abused often that that abuse can be um, you know, forwarded on whether with our, you know, in our families or, or relationships. And so you really broke that cycle by coming to your, you know, going to your abuser and and saying, this is what, what was up. Right. So that's huge. It was huge. And it really, when I finally got to the point, no, I didn't forgive him right away. Mm -hmm. It took me like a good year, but then I was finally able to sit with him and I said, look, I forgive you. And here's why. Mm Mm-hmm what has happened to me in my life has made me the person that I am today. Mm. And if I can turn around and if I can help other women mm-hmm. with this experience or, you know, trauma in general, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. Wow. You, know, you have to turn around in it. I mean, it's a, it's a gift, you know, yeah. my experience was valid mm-hmm. and i I came out on the other side and our relationship now it's interesting. Like we, it's not like we call each other up or anything, but Mm -hmm. when we run into each other, it's like, I don't, it's so much in between us now. There's so much separation. I don't Mm -hmm. even feel a part of that anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I've really truly moved on. And, you know, had I known to do this inner work Mm -hmm. when I was younger, you Mm -hmm. know, and it was so interesting because yoga kept popping up into my life since my early twenties. Mm. And I'm just, you know, yeah. you just, you're not always ready in your twenties to like no. take on this work. Right. I mean, I no. know the same is true for me. So yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. The older you get, the more, the t- more tired you become of the, the shit that you let yourself put up with. Right. Right. And you kind of, you know, hit a wall really. It's like, I'm either going to do this or I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life. Right. I'm going to be stuck. Um, and you know, 
exactly. That's not what we came here for, right? <laughs> no. no, man, we got stuff to do. Go, people to meet. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, the thing about trauma, I think that can be tough is also working with it in a safe container, right? Mm -hmm. um, because obviously all of us have trauma that will be triggered in different ways and at different times and to, you know, different extent. So how do you feel like, you know, you can really, I mean, this is kind of a hard question because it's so individual, but how do you feel like people can approach working with trauma, maybe, you know, through yoga, through these different ways in a safe container? Through yoga and mm -hmm. definitely through yoga. Mm -hmm. But, um, one of the big things that I learned is you can't do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. All of the, the courses and downloads and books and, you know, all the articles you read and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, it's, you need accountability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you need to be in that place where you're ready to do the work. And the work is hard and it sucks. But holy crap, when you mm -hmm. are able to find that ray of sunshine that light at the end of the tunnel i mean it it's it's all worth it mm -hmm. and it's scary mm -hmm. but there are um there's lots and lots of tools out there mm -hmm. that are mm -hmm. simple not always easy but you know that you can you know do a nice little deep dive into you mm -hmm. and, and pull stuff out and mm -hmm. really get to know yourself and and um you know, you can start to set those healthy boundaries. You can start to notice what triggers you and you can, um, you know, you can say no, if you know, you don't feel comfortable in a situation mm -hmm. or, you know, I don't like this. I, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to feel bad about that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to carry that guilt. Um, you know, that, that happened in whatever trauma it was that you experienced, you know, mm. and I felt that forever. Like I always was a people pleaser. I always had guilt if I, you know, if I said no, no matter mm. what it was. And it's like, I have just gotten to this point where it's like, I really have to value my time. Mm -hmm. And the, the thing about it is if, if, if you value your time and you respect your time, you're going to value and respect the other person as well mm -hmm. you know i mean it's a two-sided and they may not see that you know what that's not your problem that's so true yeah i mean i see boundaries as probably the number one issue with people that come to me and i get this because i have struggled for so many years with boundaries too i think as women in general we struggle with boundaries right because we are you know taught to people please we are told that it's innate in women to take care of others you know, I mean, there's so many messages coming at us that way, along with whatever trauma we've experienced. And so we get really stuck in that cycle of like giving, 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 over giving, um, feeling guilty if we don't give enough. And it's, it's killing our bodies. It really is. And it's, you know, I mean, this is why I will tell clients all the time, like you can take all the supplements in the world, you can do all the dietary changes in the world, but if you don't start setting boundaries, like your health is not going to get to where you want it to go. It's yeah. just not. Yeah. And sleep is a huge one for that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, I started um, a couple of years ago, I started making sure that I go, went to bed at 11 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I wake up at seven and mm -hmm. eventually my body... I just do it. I don't even need an alarm anymore. Mm -hmm. And I feel rested. I feel great. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, 
Good stuff. Huge. Absolutely. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think sleep plays so much into that adrenal function and even the ability to set boundaries and everything too. You know, it's like, that is a great boundary to start with, right? Setting that for yourself with your sleep, no matter what's happening in your life. Yeah. And that's hard for people. You know, it's really hard for people to, to get that one in check. So you can do that. You can do anything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? It, it clears your mind and your decision-making skills become better. I yeah. mean, you can think on your feet clearer. Yeah. You know, and not for this conversation, but a lot of it goes into, I mean, the food you eat. Too. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Like, if you are tired, A, your cravings are going to be different, you know, because you're mm-hmm. going to want that sugar to give you some or caffeine to give you some instantaneous energy. Yeah. Um, and Yeah. We go on and on from there, which is a different conversation. But. Yeah, we get that conversation <laughs> later. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, what other forms of support? Like, you know, I definitely love like EFT and the form of therapy that I use, um, that I go to a therapist for, which I've talked about on here and it was part of the hormone summit is AIT, you know, and so these things, I feel like we have to have these tools in our back pocket, right? And we have to use them, obviously, um, because if we don't use them, it's not going to get us anywhere. So what are some of the ways that you recommend for people to sort of support this trauma healing? Meditation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Meditation. And I know some people are like, I can't sit still. My brain won't shut off. Believe me, I know. I, I, I meditate every day at least Mm -hmm. for 15 minutes and Mm -hmm. six days out of seven i can't check out Mm -hmm. you know i Mm -hmm. just gotta let my brain go and sometimes that helps it just kind of filters stuff out i mean they're just thoughts you know just things um but meditation i mean if you can sit with an intention you know if you want light a candle some incense you know Mm -hmm. get yourself cozy ground down you can you know relax laying down or sit down and um, like, uh, um, like insight timer is what I use. It's yeah. a great meditation. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, and there's lots of other ones out there, but you know, you can, um, I personally like guided meditations cause mm-hmm. that helps me keep my brain in check, yep. you know, mm-hmm. but they offer all sorts of stuff and, you know, two minutes to five minutes a day, if you're beginning just, mm-hmm. you know, like anything else, little bite-sized pieces. So you can kind of get a feel for what really feels, uh, you know, good for you and your mind and your body. Cause sometimes it's hard for people to sit still. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I think that's what people, you know, people come back at me a lot of times. They're like, but my brain is just going, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, that sympathetic nervous system that you're kicking around in, you know, totally. so trying to take you out of that a little bit. And, you know, stay away as much as you can from the news, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know this day and age when we're not really um, able to get out and be with the ones that we love so much. Mm-hmm. I know Facebook and Instagram, a great opportunity for that. Mm-hmm. But you get sucked into that rabbit hole yeah. and there are people on there that they don't, you know, they don't have a good um good intention when you're putting stuff out Mm -hmm. and people get caught up in that, you know, even though it's not their business, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and even, you know, we all know that, okay, so you, most of us are going to be on social media to a certain extent, but you know, things like Instagram, I think it's easier to kind of cultivate, right. That you're following people that are bringing 
yes. positive messages out uh, and that are in, not just positive because that word, you know, we need to work with our shadow too, but something that things that feel supportive to your yeah. journey, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. It's much easier to do on Instagram, but you know, just things like that, that, you know, just you take a rest from mm -hmm. those kinds of things just day to day. And mm -hmm. um, I do Reiki on myself every day. Mm. You have that opportunity, or, you know, somebody that does Reiki. I mean, I can always do distance healing for people if they want. So Very cool. I do it for my mom every week. She loves it. You That's know? awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really sweet. And I learned this new modality um, to align the chakras too. So I've been working with her with that. And it's Very just, cool. just like, yeah. She's trying to talk my dad into it too, but he's not quite. <laughs> not quite there yet. He's yeah. not quite there yeah. yet, but I, I think he will be. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it when there's, you know, I think maybe women in general, but like the generational gap when it comes to like energy, you know, healings is lessening, right? Like just like our mother's generation is much more open, I feel like, to that kind of stuff than they would have even been a few years ago, you know? <laughs> They're <That's> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you have a program that is coming up in early 2021 I that's do. really taking all of the stuff that we've talked about today and kind of putting it together, right? So you want to tell us a little bit about that? I would love to. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Uh, I feel like everything I've done in my life has kind of come to a head with this program. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a program for women. Mm -hmm. um, and what it's based around, so when, when I wrote the curriculum for it, mm -hmm. um, and when I wrote uh, my master class, which we can mention in a little bit, mm -hmm. I realized this is me. I mean, this is totally me. Mm -hmm. um, so for, you know, any women that have trouble voicing them or uh, using their voice in anything, um, they can't, uh, they can't um, find ways to um, distress. They have low self-esteem. Um, I can't tell you, I, I loathed, loathed my body mm. up until <laughs> recently, until, you know, this whole thing started to happen. And, and when I really started to take care of it and nurture it, like that's another thing that yoga really helped me with. Mm -hmm. um, just as a side note with that, um, I have an eating disorder on top mm. of all this other crap, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I am 150 days, no sugar. That's amazing. I, it has yeah. changed my life. Yeah. It has changed my life, but you know, I just, in this program, I just, um, I have two people working with me. Um, two of uh, my friends that actually helped me along on my journey and really um, unlocked a lot of stuff for me. And mm -hmm. one of them is a life coach and she works um, with resilience and goal setting and energy nice. management. And then the other one, she, so they're they're both uh, they both have yoga backgrounds, but the other one, um, her name is Mara, and she is all of four foot eleven. She <laughs> walks over fire. Nice. I mean, she yeah, she's amazing. Um, she uses um, like energy psychology. She does art therapy, um, visualization, all sorts of amazing things that can help the individual uh, like just notice and, and break through and, um, you know, confront things in a very compassionate, kind manner. Mm -hmm. um, so in the program, 
it's 12 weeks long. It's going to mm -hmm. kick off February 1st. And so you'll have 12 weeks of private yoga sessions. And then um, you'll also have sessions um, both with Sonia and Mora to help nice. get your goals aligned for the next year or, you know, whatever, for the next two weeks, if that's all yeah. you can handle at the time. You yeah. Know, sometimes that's it. Yeah. And then with Mora, um, she's going to dive deep into that spirituality stuff and, and really yeah, I just, I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. But each week is going to be different. And we're going to um, start out learning uh, the base of yoga, mm. um, the eight limbs of yoga. And I think that is so important because um, it's, it, once you start to learn it, it starts to become a lifestyle and you start to realize when you're not, um, you know, respecting yourself or you're not mm. respecting other people. And it's mm -hmm. such a beautiful way to live. Mm -hmm. And it's not, um, you know, I'm not 100% yogic. I mean, yeah. I, you, know, I, you know, it's very hard to be and boy I, I wish I you know it's something to strive for for sure but having that base and just recognizing um all these beautiful things that you could do for yourself mm -hmm. and for other people um you know just by n noticing what's mm -hmm. happening around you and being aware mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and then yeah. you you start to open to all these possibilities of drawing in more abundance and, I mean mm -hmm. this is with what whatever you want i mean money love mm -hmm. you know once mm -hmm. you once you open that up and realize that my gosh i deserve this mm -hmm. it's so hard for women to say that yeah they deserve anything you know yeah yeah but we do yeah and we need i think now we need support around really tapping into that more than ever before right because of everything that's going on in the world and covid and so, so much being put on women right that especially that have kids and all those kinds of things and so it's hard to sort of be in that maybe for some women right now so a program like this could be very helpful to Absolutely. be able to tap into that and then have that like like you said much needed support to yeah. kind of keep you on track and accountable because i mean this is you know all of us as human beings we need accountability it just Absolutely. Does, yeah, not gonna happen on its own well, and I found that works best for me because I was that person mm -hmm. that would download all the free stuff or, you know, mm -hmm. book after book. And it was like, I just never really moved forward with it. You yeah. know, a few things stuck with me here and there. But when you have somebody that, you know, can, that has already walked the walk, mm -hmm. like you, you, you don't know, what is it? You, you only know what you know. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. when you, go to somebody who knows what you don't know, yeah. you guys can work together and, you know, find out what really truly works. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, this program, every, every, um, there's four modules, every three weeks has a different theme that we build up. And I mean, it's just a beautiful program and, um, a lot of support, um, group support as well mm -hmm. as individual support. And it's just, I'm so excited for it. Oh, I love it. It sounds amazing. Thank so you. excited that you're, you know, putting that out in the world for, for people now more than ever too. So, and then you mentioned about a masterclass coming up. Yeah. So the masterclass, it's free and nice. it's just an opera. Yeah. And it's got some great tools. Um, it's, it's called uh, embodying your power and embracing abundance without feeling guilty. Mm, uh, yeah, love it. 
I really found that guilt was such an underlying emotion for me that kept me from moving forward, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's, it's really important. So in the masterclass, um, you learn how to set some simple boundaries and all sorts of really good stuff. So super cool. So if people go to your website and sign up on your email list, they'll find out about when that masterclass happens. Yes. Yes. Okay. And okay. I can email them and, and give them all the information and all that Perfect. good stuff. And like I said, it starts February 1st, okay. uh, the masterclass, I'm probably going to have it out within the next week. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you can check out the notes, um, which will have the link directly to Amber's website. So you can get on there, sign up, make sure you're on her email list so that you will get notified about this awesome masterclass free option coming up. I love it. Yeah, free is um, always good. It yeah. is. And and yeah. really like, yeah, you know, bringing it all together for, for people too. So that's awesome. Amber, thank you so much for being here today with us. It's thank been you. so great to talk to you as always. I'm, I know. Um, I'm happy that, um, you know, you're sharing your story so freely because I think it's very um, inspiring for people to see that, especially with something as intense as sexual trauma, um, which so many women have experienced, you know, I mean, oh my gosh. what this one is, in three or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that you can really come to the other side of that, you know, um, that it, it doesn't have to be something that, um, you have to stay a victim of forever. Right. No, that, no. Yeah. And I'm just a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, I mm -hmm. mean, if I can, if I can, if I can do it, mm -hmm. I, you know, it's just, it's just learning the tools and being able to use those, mm -hmm. you know, when you mm -hmm. get the triggers and mm -hmm. all that stuff and, and having people that you can rely on and count on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. All right, Amber, thanks again hey, for being here with us today. So and I will, awesome. I will see you guys next time.